Get ready for conflicts where movie reviews collide. Everybody and welcome to today's episode of Conflicts, the podcast. The whole crew is here. We are joined by Nick. Hey, Nick. Hello. And our ever-present dad joke, Rich. Say hey, Rich. Hey, Rich. Every time he never lets me down. Today, we are covering Ford versus Ferrari. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Thank you. I knew we needed some kind of something. Before we dive into that, did you guys know I saw online that Stranger Things 4 officially has a completed script and is supposed to be one of the first shows to return to production when real life recommences. Uh, you yeah. know, there actually has been quite a bit out about that. It was uh, obviously a popular show, so people are kind of jonesing for a new one. And unfortunately, uh, they hadn't been filming yet. Yeah. It sucks because it was supposed to come out at the end of this year. Yeah. No, it's I not know. Until next. I'm like, it's 2020. Getting sucks. delayed. <laughs> Like everything else. And they were so close to the start of filming. Like they had started having table reads and whatnot. And then it all got canceled. See, but, but I'm nervous. Like season four, Stranger Things, it's making me nervous. Just because. It's the last, right? I, there was talk about it, but I don't know if it's been confirmed. That but see, that's last. why I'm nervous because like they've hit a pretty high mark for me all along. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, it, it's, I realize that statistics don't actually work that way, but in my mind, it's like the, the more they do, the more likely they are to mess something up and miss that mark or even just fade off. And I don't want that. Yeah. So it makes me nervous same, when the, the, you know, like if they ever get to like a season six, I'm going to be a nervous wreck. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Just waiting for the shoe to drop and waiting for it to be <laughs> the season that oh, sucks. Perfect. Oh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes. exactly. Or, you know, even I'd say that with like House of Cards mm. or, you know, House of Cards is weird because they dropped like one season that was crazy crappy then then redeemed it and then had another season that was crappy but you know uh, i tried to watch that show and a dog died in the first episode and i was like okay i'm done yeah but that, it. oh, it's wow. very character setting though I mean, yeah. i'm that weirdo like i can watch the movie american psycho no problem except the oh. part where that dog dies what, you mean where he murders it? Like, I wouldn't know because I've never seen that part because I was with kind people who warned me and I covered mm. my eyes and my ears and then somebody mm. like tapped me when it was done. That's the one thing I can't do, even though I know it's fake. And you that know dog is funny. Fun. When I was younger, like it didn't bother me. And the, I mean, well, not like in a sadistic way, but like the older I get, I'm like, oh, yeah. Dead puppies aren't much fun. Apparently, we've talked about that on the podcast before because a friend texted me and he was like, really, with the dead dogs? So I was like, I'm sorry. So no dead dog talk. We're going to go back in time because we were just talking about Stranger Things, which takes place in another era. You can edit that out, Rich. Or <laughs> <laughs> leave it in. It's not likely. <laughs> All right. So this movie, while it takes place in 1966, actually came out in August, August 30 of 2019, stars Matt Damon and Christian Bale and is directed by James Mangold who did Logan and the Wolverine, hmm. which I thought was an interesting, like when I was looking up Mangold, which I just like to say his last name, Mangold, because that entertains me. It's a great name. It really is. Yeah. I, I, I picture 70s porn. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I was like, who's this guy? Not, What's not he done? Not because of the name. She just pictures that a lot. <laughs> she, 
I like the vintage stuff. <laughs> Have a collection. I don't. That's a joke. Those are not the things that I collect. She does. Just please know that. I've please seen her know. browser history. She does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Back to topic. But I thought it was really interesting that he's known for like two superhero movies and a car movie. Well, like, I right. mean, let's be real kind of a superhero movie we've all seen wolverine that wasn't good i mean uh, you know maybe we should review that then because i'm i'm not as harsh on the wolverine as i, I am i don't know if i can sit through it i can't pretend that i remember anything that happened i in that do movie. And i know I i've seen know. it and i don't remember it so that's probably telling maybe we should do that movie i really don't know if i can sit through it <laughs> nick's like i can't do it all right American auto designer Carol Shelby and fearless British race car driver Ken Miles battle corporate interference, the laws of physics, and their own personal demons to build a revolutionary vehicle for the Ford Motor Company. Together, they plan to compete against the race cars of Enzo Ferrari at the 24 Hours of Le Mans in France in 1966. Do we need a dun-dun or a vroom-vroom? Vroom-vroom-vroom. See, it's perfect. There's a hybrid of both. About this movie... Did you know? You wouldn't hear a hybrid. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Oh, my God. He's coming for you. His dad joke King. He's, he's coming he's for you. Trying. He's coming for you, Rich. I, I have no concerns. Ooh, the gauntlet has been thrown. Let them fight. Okay. About this movie, Noah Jupe, who plays Peter, actually played the older son in A Quiet Place. It took me the whole movie to remember that. I kept staring at that little face, and I was like, I know you from something. And I finally figured it out. He's the older son from A Quiet Place huh. and is also in A Quiet Place 2 that is coming whenever the world resumes. So the voice. Oh, yeah. I forgot about yeah. that movie. Man, there's so many movies that are just like shelved that I'm like, And that's oh, yeah. one that I'm actually like, because I'm really interested. Like, how are you going to make a second one of that? Mm. I want to see that. Because A Quiet Place was a very good movie, I oh. think. Uh, the other interesting thing about this movie, it features Lee Iacocca. Now, some of you listening may not have been alive in the 80s and may not know that Lee Iacocca was one of the first, he was, what is, what is Amazon guys? Jeff, Be Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Mm -hmm. Lee Iacocca paved the way for Jeff Bezos. Okay. He's in that. He is one of the first people to run a company that became a pop culture icon. You watch vintage, anything, vintage Letterman, vintage SNL. Every episode's going to have some joke about Lee Iacocca. Yeah, you know, now, you know, you hear names like uh, Jeff Bezos or even Bill Gates or um, uh, Steve Jobs. You know, these are CEOs that people really invoke, uh, you know, that, that kind of reach the cream of the crop. They were the top, the legendary ones. Lee Iacocca, I mean, and like you're your Jack Welsh. These were the guys that that's who were in the end guys back then. These were the the CEOs who reached the top. They were considered bankable, reliable, uh, very well, intelligent. Chrysler was because Lee Iacocca actually rose to fame as the head of Chrysler. He eventually left Ford. And Chrysler's were huge back then. I, I don't even think they make those anymore. I don't know who this dude is. Like, I'm sitting you here thinking. You are also, like, yeah, I mean, like, born in, like, 88, so Chrysler, you don't count. Chrysler's still a big company. I mean, they're... <laughs> kind of, if you can get past the recalls. Well, I mean, right. the auto industry is a huge discussion. But, you know, but even then, like, he was a name when he left Ford. So uh, that was a huge ordeal when Ford kind of asked him and he went elsewhere. That, that was, I mean, that was a news story. That was something that we're talked about. Of course, the auto industry was huge. So that affected so many union jobs 
that there were literally millions of people that this affected their job directly. And I grew up south of Chicago, so we were very much in that mm-hmm. auto union. We were kind of nearby because, you know, we're not too far from Bethlehem Steel, some of these union jobs that really focused on, you know, supplying that area. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I remember Lee Iacocca is almost a dinner, you know, piece of dinner conversation yeah. every evening. Everybody yeah. wanted to know what he was doing. Well, the other thing about this movie that I'm not a car person. I don't know mm-hmm. if you people are car people, but... I knew nothing about Le Mans, so I Wikipedia'd <laughs> and allow me to share a modicum of information from Wikipedia. The 24 Hours of Le Mans is the world's oldest active sports car race in endurance racing, held annually since 1923 near the town of Le Mans, France. It is considered one of the most prestigious automobile races in the world and has been called the Grand Prix of Endurance and Efficiency. The event represents one leg of the triple crown of motorsports, the other events being the Indianapolis 500 and the Monaco Grand Prix. Unlike fixed distance races, whose winner is determined by the minimum time, the 24 hours of Le Mans is won by the car that covers the greatest distance in 24 hours. Racing teams must balance the demands of speed with the car's ability to run for 24 hours without mechanical failure. And it is still going. It is scheduled for September of this year. Hmm. I looked. Which I was surprised it hadn't been called, but I guess when uh, you're alone in a race car, NASCAR really is going on again. That's no, true. No people in the stands or anything like fans in the stands. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, you know, we're obviously hockey people, so that's the plan for when hockey returns is there to not be fans in the stands. Um, so you know that's that di- rhymes. Mm-hmm. It does a little bit. Um, you know, and I, I'm not going to sit here and claim to be a big car guy, but, but you probably know more about vehicles than Nick and I. Oh I mean, yeah, no, I hate cars. I'm a little bit of a car <laughs> same, guy. Same. And we had some car guys in our family. Like I've actually been to the Indianapolis 500. Uh, um, I, I would say that's cool, but I'm, I don't care. I'm happy for um, you though. Here's the thing. I won't necessarily say that it was cool. I really enjoyed the fact that, uh, I've been twice. And the one time I went, I had pit passes. Ooh, that'd uh, be cool. That I'd care about. Yeah, I have an uncle that lived in Indianapolis, and he worked for a very large construction company that built a lot of iconic stuff. Uh-huh. So he was able to get, uh, and he he made it pretty far up in that company. So he was able to get a few things like that. And one year, he he got some some really good tickets and pit passes, and I was able to go. So um, it was cool. I really liked that part because you actually got to go down and see the cars, and the, there was a certain amount of interaction with uh, you know some of the the crew, and even at times drivers. Um, you got to be there for the day that their time trials, which I thought was far more exciting uh, than the actual race. Cause the race was how many times can you turn left? Pretty much. Um, I mean, you know, like the, I the, don't want to, I don't want to devalue anybody's skill. They can do it better than I can. But ultimately when you're watching it, you're watching somebody turn left on right. repeat. No, no, I, I liken it to, to golf. Like, no, they're talented. They're, they're, they're athletes in their own right. And they have their own set of skills, which is very impressive. But I don't find it anywhere near as interesting to watch. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's just, there's not as much going on there that makes it as visually appealing. But I do appreciate what they do. It's mm-hmm. like baseball. I shouldn't say, you know, my dad loved baseball. But, like, I think watching baseball really sucks. But if you're there to witness it, like, in person, and yeah. have the hot dog Same. and the bottle of beer, it's, like, And the different. camaraderie. Of, yeah, yeah. Like, everybody in the stands. Because then you're, like, stoked. And you're like, yeah, I'll high-five you on this rule that I have no idea what's happening. But, like, <laughs> yeah. See, we, we actually, this was last year we got to do something I'd never done before. And I was super excited uh, that we got to do. Because, you know, the uh, St. Louis Blues, that's our team. They did pretty well. Uh, so we were in the playoffs last season, which playoffs means that they would actually be just have recently Is that sarcasm? Well no, I'm 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 just saying, you know, they did all right. Because <laughs> <But, laughs> I'm like 
what? <laughs> like so, they did all right. <laughs> but what happens if you make it far enough in the playoffs, you will there will be happening at the beginning of baseball season. Yeah. So we managed to get a home game of both the St. Louis Cardinals and the St. Louis Blues hours apart. So we were Ooh. literally able to go watch the Cardinals play, mm-hmm. walk back down to our hotel, and they can make you know, take a bathroom break, change our you know, shirts, change your gear, change your, and then head right over to the Blues game. And you know, there was just enough time to do that, and you got to go see both of them back to back. It was, it was for me that was a cool thing because yeah, opportunities like that don't come across very often. Uh, my wife, however, had never been to a professional baseball game, and you guys uh-huh. know she's a huge hockey fan. So, like, the baseball game was a huge letdown for her because Aww. it's a very different experience. Yeah. Between the two. Yeah. You know, baseball is more about hey, hanging out with your crew and watching the game. You know, stuff's going on. It's just very laid back. Uh, there's no banging on the glass <laughs> yeah hockey is, hockey is it, not man. it's like, very different yeah um, so me i was having fun but she's done she's like yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah see i never could jump on the, like like i said over the past like what is it three or four years or something like that i really jumped on the hockey bandwagon but you know what we kind of got sidetracked let's yep. get back to the, <laughs> the movie hey look at that uh, i was getting ready to say the same thing you know what they're all Nick? sports we're gonna go in with reviews and i'd like to yeah. know what grade you gave this movie okay you can hate me if you want. I gave it a D. Like, oh, okay. Dude, my problem is, is like, it was great acting. Loved it. That story sucked, and the movie never ended. That's why I didn't watch the second movie last night because I was like, <laughs> holy crap, this movie is eight years long. He waited till right before class to do his homework this morning. Yeah, kids. totes. Yeah. Uh, like I said, the performances were great. I am not a car guy. And when I do buy cars, it's definitely not a Ford. And I'm just like, wow, I hate that company even more now. Like, I just couldn't get into it. You know, yeah. Ford actually withdrew all, like, you know, the support of the movie whatsoever because of how they were portrayed. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> oh, interesting. They I did very not much know that. Out and kind of admonished the movie uh, because at the beginning they were a little cooperative, but when they realized that they were being painted in a bad light, they very much kind of took their ball and went home. Yeah. And, that one guy, like with the really blue eyes, who was sort of like a the, jerk. Uh, Leo. Yeah. Yeah. I BB Leo BB. Dan him, but I really like him as a Josh Lucas. actor. Josh and Lucas, I'm just yeah. like, huh? Yeah, this movie just sucks. And then it sort of looked like they cheated twice to win, and then he didn't even win. And I'm like, wow, god dang, this movie sucks. Like it just kept going, and then like. I knew he was going to die. It was like two hours. I, I'm, I'm going to ruin it. I knew he was going to die at the well, end. If they're listening to a podcast, like spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I'm just like, well, here it goes. He's one last ride. And like, oh, okay. I saw that. And interesting. Every, I just get a D. It still passed. What about it you? It still passed, but barely. What about you, Rich? Uh, you know, I definitely like the movie better than Nick did. I give it a B. Okay. Uh, okay. A, a so, flat B. So, real quick, though, so far, this guy who directed the movie has made one movie that I absolutely like freaking loved, which was Logan. Like that movie I could watch like right. all the time. So yeah. But see, I did like because this is this is a guy movie. It's a car movie, it's a guy movie, very much so. But I thought he what did are you a really saying good... to me, Rich. Well, no, I'm just saying that I think <laughs> he's that... emasculating you, Nick. I'm just saying that you're not much of a car guy. No. So there's less to appeal to you in this movie. Yeah. And but I thought they did a really good job of letting there actually be some plot and you actually got to see some of the characters. And it wasn't always just about the cars. There was information about the cars, but uh, I thought they told a pretty good story in this. And I, I agree with you. The, the acting was great. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if I'm being honest, that brought it up quite a bit for me was how 
good the acting was and the chemistry between the the principals that you had there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I thought they told a pretty decent story. I actually knew a fair amount about Carol Shelby before. Um, so like, I actually knew that, you know, that Miles dies. I, I, I was aware of that fact before the movie. Another spoiler in. alert. Yeah. So, you know, but at the same time as I'm not going to claim to have been an expert there, I just once upon a time read up on Carol Shelby a little bit in the past. Mm. I am going to like literally split the difference. <laughs> I gave this movie a C. And what's go. really interesting is that like through like the first like seven eighths of this movie, I was going to give it a B like because I'm thinking in my head the whole time I'm watching these movies, you know, hey, if I know this is for the podcast, what am I going to you know, what am I going to give this? And I'm like, this is a B. It's got really good performances. There was so much historical detail, Mm -hmm. like visual detail that I was so here for great cast. It was well written. I thought for a biopic, it had pretty good pacing. Because I think that biopics tend to have really choppy pacing on that curve, like grading it Mm. on that curve. As a regular movie, it's still a little choppy, I think. I I thought they did a good job, especially when we got to the race. Because honestly, like you say, racing, they're usually not exciting to watch. I thought they did a good job of holding some interest and excitement throughout the course of what was a fairly long section of racing. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say they got it perfect, but I thought they did much better than many others that I've seen. I didn't see. I was not. I was okay with the pacing, but then I feel like ultimately this movie is a junk punch. I knew nothing. Like, yes, I know who Carol Shelby is. I know what a Mustang a Shelby GT is. Like, I know who some of these names are. Did not know Ken Miles. Did not know that he's going to lose the damn race and then he's going to die in a time trial or whatever he was doing in the middle of the yeah. desert while his kid watches. And I'm just like, what? I just dedicated two hours and 12 minutes to my life and he, what? Just in the desert? I was mad. You want to know something? Like the whole time, like it wasn't even like whenever they, what was it, the GT40 or something like that that they were creating? Yeah, GT, they dropped the numbers, I think. Yeah. Uh, So the other one that they were building, like the earlier ones, like that was the little convertible with the windshield that's like two inches tall. That he threw the wrench at? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those cars, like I was just looking at it, I was like, man, that is just not a safe car. No, <laughs> no but it's also 1966. Right. So, yeah. you know, the one that Matt Damon peels out in at the beginning, too. I'm like, that seems like not a safe vehicle. Yeah. But they're very iconic in what those guys were driving at the time. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like for me, I gave it a C because I think that like it balanced out between like the performances and the writing. But I would not rewatch this movie again. Oh, God. If no. somebody was like, hey, we're going to watch Ford v. Ferrari. I'm going to be like, mm, I'm going to pass. No, thanks. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't do a lot of movie rewatching anyway, it, unless it's like one of those where I'm just like a movie's on and I'm doing something else. Right. But at the same time, I'd probably give it a rewatch mm. in, under the right circumstances, but I wouldn't. Be, I'm just glad that I, I figured be... out that I had HBO so I could watch it for free. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. Nick's like texting had HBO us. HBO and didn't know it. And like, I never remember what platform we use because like half of ours are linked to our Prime account anyway. Well, that's what I was on, Prime. And I was like, oh, yeah. And my wife, who has a much better memory for things like that, was like, no, idiot, it was HBO. So I'm like, HBO, Nick's like, crap, I don't have HBO. And later on, we're getting text back, hey, guess what, guys? I've had HBO all along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You idiot. Yeah. You better be watching it now because there's good stuff on No. There. I uh, Honestly, you want to know something? It took me 30 freaking minutes to find this movie because the... All right, so our satellite receiver for the dish is covered in like five inches of dust. It was like <laughs> finding an archive. I was like... Like, it's like it Indiana Jones. It belongs yeah. in a museum. And then I had to find the freaking HDMI, 
cable to it and plug it in. Like, I do not know why we have this thing, let alone why do we have HBO that we're paying extra for? Because <laughs> we got to mooch off other people. We have so many streaming services, and I don't even want the satellite. I do want HBO Max because Justice League, Zack Snyder cut's coming out, and you better believe I'm Is that going on Max? Everything's going on HBO Max. Yeah. I'll cancel satellite, like, full stop on that thing. Like, no <laughs> way. I, again, I, I don't even know how... I couldn't even figure out what channel HBO was. Like, I had to scroll, like, all right, all right, all right. Like, I have no idea. I wouldn't know how to work a satellite. That's, I haven't had yeah. cable or satellite in, like, 10 years. I'd yeah. be like, what do I do? It's like whenever you unbox your old CD player or stereo system from <laughs> your youth, and you're like, how does this thing work again? Like, where's the What's open... Yeah. do? Yeah. It's like, if you go into our... Because we have still have cable... Um, pretty much for two reasons. And if you go into ours, um, I'm guessing, I'm guessing it's St. Louis blues. Well, yeah. So if you go in, like you set your favorites, so like, instead of going into like the full menu, you're like, here's just the channels that you've marked as your favorite. There are four channels in there. It's, uh, what would be our local news station, uh-huh. the HD version of our local news station, the Fox sports Midwest who plays blues games and the HD version of <laughs> and the NHL network. Those are the only, like those are the only channels. Okay, it's five. There's five in our favorite. That's it. That's all we ever watch. And even then, like the news is usually just in case like, Hey, the tornado sirens are going off. I need yeah. to see what's up. <laughs> well, that's why my phone goes off. So I yeah. guess the moral of this movie is, is if you're under the age of 40, you're not going to like it that much. <laughs> no offense. Rich. Ages. Ages. I'm, I mean, there's probably some truth. You know, when, after this movie was done, my son watched it with us. And, you know, my son's You cool. watched it twice? Hmm? You've invested, like, no, no, five I, hours of watching this thing? No, when, when the first time we watched it, he was there. What? Are you talking about? about Ford versus... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You've watched it twice? No, I only watched it once, but my son watched it with me. Oh, I thought you said, I thought Nick's you watched it again. Nick's not good at listening. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, No, no, so, so like he was there. So when the movie was over, just kind of on a whim, because I'm not I'm not a Ford guy either, although yeah. I know there are a lot of Ford guys out there. Uh, you know, I kind of like, I'd rather, you know, said what I'd rather. So I asked my son, I'm like, hey, if you could have any one classic car, what would it be? And he's like, why would I want one of those? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That and, is such a although, today's kid answer. So, yeah. You do have a child of today, so like, no offense to your child, but... The children of the day are like, why would I even want a driver's license? Like, <laughs> well, that's yes, we're exactly there. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, I mean, you have Uber, you have Lyft, <laughs> you have taxis. If you're in a bigger city, you have a bus transit system. You have trains. It's like, well, honestly, like I, if I could not own a car, I wouldn't. I hate driving. But at the same time, like for my generation, cars were freedom. Cars were social life. You yeah. had no car, you had no social life. Now you can. Uh, you know, so I, I they, they've changed from that perspective in many, many ways. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, now seems as good a time as any to go into the good, the bad, and the ugly. For myself, I'm going to start us out. I have to say, even though I touched on it earlier, the good for this movie is the details. I mean, the the period-specific marketing, the, the costuming, and it's all the non-verbals like i don't know who was in charge of the art department for this movie but i hope they got an oscar nomination for it because it was the period specific so signs and the Mm -hmm. the outfits that they were wearing in the pits at the racing all of those details i was here for it i love it minus those sunglasses that christian bale was wearing were those accurate like those looked like some from like today i was like "Hmm." they're probably a remake of because i think they were ray-bans i think they're a remake okay from the past what about you rich what's a good for you you know i touched on it before but the on-screen chemistry i thought was fantastic and not just between uh you know 
a couple of, I thought it was all the way around. No matter who interacted, I thought there was good chemistry. Uh, you know, I, I love the scene uh, between Christian Bale and Claire, and I'm going to call her Claire. Yeah, because from uh, Outlander. I, yeah, she, she's Claire and Katrina Outlander. Katrina Belf, I think is her name. Yeah, I can never say her last name right, so I always, I'm just going to go with Claire. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but I thought the scene where she's getting mad at him and driving the car faster and faster, I'm like, it was a fantastic scene. I thought the chemistry yeah. between those two was really great. So that's the good here. They're, they're really, it really stands on the shoulders of, of the, the, the characters. Casting. Awesome. What about you, Nick? Uh, I, I would say I agree with Rich, which is weird. <laughs> it's, it is casting. Hell has frozen over. I know. Well, the they, pigs that's are flying. the problem. Like, they nailed it. They did with, like, who they cast in this movie. They nailed it. Yeah. Like, you couldn't have found a better crew. Like, oh, for, for real. real. And it, and that's the crappy thing. That the whole movie, I was just like, God, I'm bored. And yeah, because you almost feel like you're doing a disservice to these people. Because like Christian Bale and Matt Damon, that was like primo stuff. Like when they have yeah. their little fist fight yeah. over the like, I felt that that was so beautifully done. And I feel like I'm being disrespectful because I'm over here like, don't play on your phone. Don't. Play I on know. Your phone. I had the hardest time. I actually had to put my phone in a different room so I could stop <laughs> picking it up. Yeah. I get. I, I get honestly, it. if I would have paid money to watch this, I'd have been aggravated. And if I went to the theater, I'd have probably been even more aggravated. And most likely, there's probably a fifty-fifty chance that I would have walked out. <gasps> yeah, no. movie has to be terrible Damn for me to walk these out. Days. Yeah, no. it, and I don't know. I it, movies are kind of hard for me to sit there and watch nowadays because yeah. it's like you. It's like you trust that a fart most of the uh-huh. time. Like it is hard. <laughs> And that's why I like shows, because if you don't get me in three episodes, it's like, I see also ya. have a three-episode rule. Yeah. Like, you have three episodes. Even if I hate it, I'm going to give it three that's episodes. That's like, like my brother. He's like, you got to watch Breaking Bad. I'm sorry. I've tried it several different times, and I make Wait, it three episodes. Can in- we just take a moment? Are we the three people in the world that don't like the show Breaking see, Bad? Because no, no, I, I know that it. Rich no, no. doesn't like it, and I oh, also I don't like it. Oh, I thought you two liked it. I have oh, a okay. theory. I have a theory that fewer people actually watched Breaking Bad than what actually did, but enough people like liked it that the, nobody else would admit that they hadn't watched no, it or it, that they didn't like. So they're like, no, no, yeah, yeah, I love that I've show. I watched the first two seasons trying, and I was, I was still Dang, like, Dang, you made it far. I tried. No. My brother, this is the stupid line he fed me. He goes, dude. You gotta make it at least through the whole first season. I'm like, no. No, we were duped <laughs> by that. You gotta watch the first season, and then finally, like, no, no, you gotta watch the second season, it gets better. And we made it about halfway through the, for the second season, and the next time somebody said something to me, I said, listen, seriously, I'm gonna punch you in the face. Yeah. Because that's, that's tried, way too man, long. I tried, man, I tried. And it's sort of like you could warn people about Game of Thrones, vice versa. I know this is twice in one podcast, so I've said this. But it's like, you can go, hey, seasons one through, how many did we get? Six, seven, six? I don't remember. Six. Whichever one it, it was that sucked. The last season was eight. Eight. Okay. One Watch. through seven. Great. Yes. And then, you know what? Just drop it. You just yeah. Yep, it just it ends there. It's save, just a cliffhanger Save forever. yourself the anguish. It's yeah. Cool. But to me, the rewatchability of that show really blows because Godfrey, like, or Joffrey? Joffrey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey yeah. was there. Joffrey. Mm-hmm. Joffrey. See, I've only watched it once and I t- attempted to watch it a second time and I was like, I hate this little kid. Like, but you're supposed this- to. Yeah. That's the thing. He's doing his job. He's amazing since I know... Since I know, because I've already watched it, I'm like, God, I just, I'm going to fast forward. I'm going to skip some episodes. <laughs> He's okay, terrible. we've been talking about the bad stuff, so let's go on to the bad. Nick, what's your bad for this movie? It's boring. All right, that's fair. And it's about cars. Like, <laughs> really it's I don't even like Pixar. I, I don't even like Pixar's cars, because it's about a freaking <laughs> car. Like, I, I seriously do not like vehicles. Like, 
Yeah. I did. Like, I, yes, you were right. Turning 16 was a sign of freedom. And that's the only reason why I got my driver's license. Because we lived 30 minutes outside of town. Like, I had to get yeah, to town. Like, I've, I've been where you grew up. You lived in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, no, I wanted my freedom. And I wanted to be able to drive to see my friends or to school and not ride the cheese wagon. Like, I couldn't do it. <laughs> like, so, yeah, no, cars have their purpose. But I don't like to drive them. They're kind of. If they break, I'm like, I don't know, set it on fire. Let's go buy a new one. Car's like, bad. Got yeah. it. All right, Rich, what about you? You know, for the bad, I'm going to go with the fact that I felt like they left a lot of information out. They really Are you serious? It was like no, two and a half hours long. He's right, though. There was a lot of detail that got left out or was left right fuzzy so uh, like you know they made it seem like there was just a couple people designing like shelby and miles are like coming up with all this shit together but you know they had a full development team at ford right that was helping like didn't they show them and they pulled the computer out and did the little yeah but screen. those were i mean those were glorified extras and then there's they're talking about bringing a car over from britain and there's mm-hmm. no information given about that mm. like honestly there's a gentleman by the name of eric broadley he was one of the early designers on the gt40 and he deserves as much credit for his design as anybody else and he's left out of the movie entirely yeah but so, I, mean, I mean it's in the car's name the shelby GT. Yeah, but not in the Minus movie. the driver. I don't know why his name isn't on well, the car Because he died. Well, we'll get to why the Shelby's in the name. But, um, you know, they did leave out the 1965 World Sports Car Championship. Uh, they also left out little things like, did you know that the next 24-hour race, which was literally just a few weeks later, was the 24 hours of Daytona being held in Ford's backyard? That Ferrari turned around and did the same thing and won all three top spots. Interesting. Didn't yep. they say that in a little Q thing nope. at the end? Nope, they did not bring that up. That they turned around and got their ass handed to them the next race. Oh. So, you know, there's little things like that that I thought, you know, they left out. Who some... Ford did? Um, well, just the movie left out. No, 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 no. Like, you're saying. Like, no, the Shelby's next... team. Oh. Yeah, they, 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 the Ferrari totally owned the very next race. Yeah. So, like, that, yeah. Hmm. It, it was, it did not last. Let's put it this way. They did not topple Ferrari for once and, you know, always. It was basically Ferrari had one bad race and then they turned back around and came around the next time and beat the shit out of everybody again. So, you know, they kind of, I thought they left a little detail and context out of the, the overall uh, story of what was happening. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, see. For me, I have to say that there was some green screen and CG work in there. It's not a computer heavy movie, but there was a lot of, scenes where whatever was happening in the background was clearly green screen or cg or whatever real sloppy i mean you want to talk about taking somebody out of the movie i'm like did you just it's like empire with a heavy black line around it (laughs) like i can tell that you're standing in front of something green Mm -hmm. and this is not helping me in the movie like it was real clumsy again not that kind of movie but it was enough that it took me way out of things and i was irritated yeah if you're going to go that heavy on the details, like, don't skimp on that one, please. Yeah. And then for me, I'm just going to go right into it because I can't hold it in anymore. For my ugly, dear God, it is Christian Bale's wardrobe. I'm guessing it was character specific that he's a very thin man that wears clothing that is at least three sizes too big for him. But, like, his pants, like, my grandpa didn't even wear pants that big. It was awful. It was awful to look at. It was horrible. I really can't comment on whether or not it was. Um, Weren't you there? Historic. I was not. <laughs> not then. You were so mean. Whether they're being historically accurate or if it's a style choice, but uh, yeah, it was a little weird. They made him look uh, a little like, uh, you know, Timmy going up and say, "Please, sir, may I have some more?" Yeah, and I have a feeling that because the movie was so detailed, that Frank Miles just had really bad taste. Mm. Er, 
whatever his first name was, Ma- uh, Ken, uh, whatever. Ken. Yeah, have, have you met car guys and seen what they wear? <laughs> <laughs> this is not the place to go to look for fashion. I'm just saying, I like going to car shows sometimes, but you you will see a lot of interesting fashion statements at them. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Does anybody else have an ugly or are we stopping at good and bad? I, I got an ugly. You, okay. you, you got one, Nick? No, no go ahead. he's good. Um, so my my ugly is probably going to be a little controversial because Carol Shelby is pretty much a legendary person in the car, car history and, the, and in the car world. But you know, he really wasn't a good dude. Oh, interesting. A lot of shady deals going there. Like you know why it says Shelby on there because he made them. Oh, he basically said, "I want my name plastered all over this because." Oh, was he like a, he was like a used car salesman? No he, offense, he, if anybody he, well, in your family he was a new he, car salesman, but I think he, that's worse. He had a healthy ego. Dude yeah. had a really healthy ego. I mean, even from simple things like uh, you know, he was married seven times. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> almost. That is so many. Almost every one of them ended in an affair. Oh. Oh so, uh, no! Keep it in your pants, Carol. Yeah. He cheated so, seven times on seven different, well, well, hell, well, if he had seven different wives, he cheated a lot more than seven times. But yeah, I mean, I think it's fair to say, hmm. but, and not only just that in his personal life, but like I said, if you look through his, his business dealings, the, the guy was shady. He had a lot of shady stuff in there. Now he was, he was, you know, great car guy. Don't get me wrong. He, he knew his stuff about cars, uh, but he wasn't great at business. He was a bit of a shyster. So that's, that's why when you look back at him and you're like, this was not, well, I mean, you know. He was he was good at driving cars and he was good at making good looking cars, but beyond that, dude was. Are well, they good looking cars? I don't well, like that because this movie makes him seem like you know the good guy. I don't like that. I would no, all, had it, I known that would have been my ugly too. If you look into real Carol Shelby, he I don't think they present him over. Now that's not to say that the guy didn't come across well. Um, you know, because, yeah. You know, if you're a guy talking about cars to another guy talking about cars, you know, you probably have a great conversation there. But uh, well, and it doesn't make him an across-the-board horrible human that he made bad choices. We all make bad choices. It no, just you get looking wasn't the way he was painted in the movie. Look into his business deals, and he's pretty shady. Hmm. Pretty shady. See, I don't know anything about American-made like vehicles. I drive a Japanese import car. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Same dude. Same. I'm just saying, there's certain circles you badmouth Carol Shelby, and it's thrown down. Uh, but uh this is not that circle yeah this is not that circle okay normally i would dive into female factor not that kind of movie it's guys movie it's cars movie it's cool it's fine so instead the question becomes ford or ferrari factor we are at le mans because it's 1966 and we care about this 24-hour race which team do you root for ferrari (laughs) yeah not even close ferrari all the way (laughs) I don't even like Ferraris, but I'd totally be like, eh, it's Italian. Cool. <laughs> Same. Let's I go to totally the Olive like, Garden. Let's that go. That looks cooler. <laughs> I want this one. This one's red and shiny. Let's do that. Through, through my history of vehicles. You know, I'm is a it little in bit Italy a... or France? Le Mans is in France, but, but Ferrari is Italy. 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 That's right. Okay. Yep. See? Cars. Go. Geography. Well, no. Like, thinking, I'm like, wait a minute. Like, this race takes place in France. I was like, were they French or were they Italian? I can't remember. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, ah, I totally... They're European. That's enough. See, like, you know, in so many things in the uh, car world, it's very similar. Everybody has their camps. Yeah. And yeah. I was always very firmly in the anybody but Ford camp. Same. Uh, my parents uh, bought a lemon before we were born. So before either my sister and I came along and it, it was bred into us to hate Fords. I had a Ford. It was a horrible car. It's I've never had good luck. Never dealt with a Ford truck, only the car side of things but yeah i have yep. had a ford i have had a ford mustang and i have had a ford fusion both of them broke down nice <laughs> can i tell you a really bummer story like go ahead seriously huh? so growing up we had fords 
constantly. Mm-hmm. My dad hated Fords. So why do you always hated have them? Fords? Well, that's that was a good question. But that's what I always thought. I'm like, why do you always buy Fords if you hate Fords? You couldn't stand them. I finally found out the reason when I was 16 years old, because the uh, salesman at the Ford dealership my dad was buying them from was his real father. Oh, that makes my soul <laughs> hurt. Yep. And oh. he knew it, but the car deal salesman didn't. They both knew it at that but point. At that but time, you it, couldn't do anything about it. The his real dad's wife wasn't really keen on the situation, and my dad's wife was even less keen on the situation, which is why it was kept from me. I found out by accident. Hmm. Which, wow. Which, by the way, rest in peace. That man just passed away here a few months ago. Oh, R.I.P. Made it 101 years old. Holy crap! My great grandmother was 103. Mm-hmm. Maybe 104. I do not want to live that long. It never occurred to me because my father's middle name was this man's first name. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I knew, yeah, I mean, I knew that, but it never, I just thought, you know, it wasn't that uncommon. It's a small world. I mean, it, wasn't yeah. that, it wasn't a particularly uncommon name. I didn't think of it. Um, but yeah, I found that out when I was 16. Huh. That's why we always said Fords, even though my dad hated them. Yeah. When yeah. he retired, we started, he started buying Chevys. Aw. <laughs> yeah. That makes me sad. I, see, I don't even like Chevys. I don't like American made cars, actually, because uh, I have a Chevy Equinox. And it is the biggest piece of crap I've ever seen. That sucks. Yeah. yeah. Well, on to things that don't suck. Let's go to the rec room and recommend things that don't suck that other people can enjoy. I'm going to start because Queer Eye is back on Netflix. <laughs> and if you want to talk about what the world needs right now, it is a feel-good show like Queer Eye. Wow. It is just people empowering other human beings to be the best version of themselves. It's about inclusivity. It's about acceptance. And it's a beautiful thing in the world right now. And there's a new season that's out on Netflix. You know how many people have recommended that show to Bailey and I? And we... They always wink at him when they do it for some reason. It's weird. I don't know. (laughs) Nick, you would love this show. And we want to. But then, like, they're always like, yeah, we watched, like, eight seasons. How many seasons are there? Five, four, Uh, three, two? I think this is the fourth that's out right now. Yeah. However many is out on Netflix. And, like, we just sit there and we're just so happy and we cry the whole time. And I'm like, no. But they're, like, the it's the kind of, like, cry, like, it's the happy tears. Ah. It's not like you're sitting there like, (laughs) you're just like, oh my God, I'm so happy I'm tearing up. It's that kind of cry. Because I cry too. Like it just, it's just a given that you're going to tear up a little bit. Well, you know what? In today's, in today's economy, that's something (laughs) that needs to happen. People have tears of joy. So yeah. Yeah. So I highly recommend, and it's one of those shows that's the perfect, like, because each episode's a one-off. So like, yes, you can binge it and it's nice and most people do, but you don't have to. Like if you just want to sit there for like, a 40-minute feel-good boost. Just watch one episode. Hmm. That's cool. all you need. Cool. All right. What about you, Rich? What you got? You know, I got to I gotta throw it out there. I thoroughly enjoyed Mrs. America. If you haven't seen it yet, actually, it'll be one I of the ones not. I is recommend. Is this a Netflix show? Um, it is not Netflix. Well, who was I it? think I it is. Hulu. Ah. It is available on Hulu. Uh, Kate Blanchett, she stars in it and was one of the producers. And I mean, hey, you say, it's Kate Blanchett. Yeah, you say Kate Blanchett, and I'm in right there. But honestly, the cast is amazing. I thought they uh, did a wonderful job with this series, and I think it'd be give us a lot to talk about. So if you haven't seen it, go ahead and give this a, a listen. You know, it's definitely it's about the uh, equal rights amendment back in the '70s and their oh, efforts to yeah. try to get it passed. Cool. And then the efforts of the opposition to not, not get it, it to pass. Um, which, so it's a historical show, like very it, it, like, much like facts. Yes. Like, or is this made up? For no, people? I mean, obviously they're telling a specific story or to a certain degree, but it's highly factual. Okay. Um, I, I think they did a really good job of not only making everybody look like everybody. Actually, it's one of those where if you watch the, you know, they'll show the clips of the real 
uh-huh. uh, you know, the photos, and the, they did a wonderful job making everybody look like that. Um, you know, there's a lot of discussion of, you know, what they may or may not have gotten right from a historical standpoint, but they were definitely trying to get it right. They were definitely trying to tell a specific story. That's awesome. Okay. I'll have to check that out. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard good things. What about you, Nick? What you got? Uh, so I started watching on Netflix, even though this is an old show. It's a WB show, actually. Uh, Gotham. Gotham, oh, yeah. yeah. That is a very divisive show in certain worlds, and I don't understand why. I am on episode 17, and I started it a week and a half ago. Damn. And they're 40 minutes long. Rich, if you haven't seen this, that's right up your alley. No, we've seen all of Gotham. Uh, I highly Gotham. recommend it to you. Yeah. Um, Laura, I'm pointing, so <laughs> to people who can't see me. Um, it is fantastic, and actually about three, four weeks ago, I have really just like went freaking head first back into the comic book world. I start, I have a subscription at my local comic book store. Nice. I, I am just buying comics left and right uh, and just reading them. And then I was like, you know what? I've always heard these WB shows for DC are really good. So I was like, I'll start with Gotham. Can't stop watching it. I could get really in depth on Gotham and my opinions. Here's what I'm going to say. You want to see some just fucking kick-ass acting mm-hmm. on so many fronts. That's the show. Yeah, There's so many times where you're just like, that was awesome. And then somebody else comes out and you're like, holy crap, them too. Yeah. And then somebody else, you're like, oh, Jesus, that's amazing. I love the spins they took on so many things. Uh, just so much, so much great. Like, if, I'll, here's, I'll, I'll say one thing. Probably the, like, the biggest struggle for me in the show is that the weakest actor in the show is the, the main character. What? And, and it's not even that he's bad. It's just that he's like good and everybody else is great. And Ben McKenzie. Yeah, and actually, I don't mean to disparage. The guy does a really good job, I think. But then, like other people come out and like give these like performances of a lifetime, and it's just it almost like overshadows him at times. So the one thing that I hate, though, so I actually did just get a new TV. Nice. And, uh, I didn't. It was given to us, so like I didn't have to like hunt one down. You stole everything. it in a riot. I did. Know. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, it's a high def TV, and I uh-huh. never owned a high def TV. So now I even started like, you know, for background noise through on Stranger Things again. And I'm sitting there like watching it and I was like, this looks like crap. Like, cause it's too real. Uh-huh. I like used to it. Yeah. yeah. So it sucks, especially when you're watching a WB show yep. because it was already sort of low budget anyway. And I'm like, mm. but now that I'm on like episode 17, it's like, ah, I'm past that. This story is really good. Like, yeah, see, them. that's the thing How though. How far it into co- that show is it? Like there's five seasons and it's done. There's 20 ish episodes per season. Yeah. yeah uh, it was so like it's done yeah, already. No, yeah. done. Oh, I thought yeah. it was still running. Nope. So that was the thing though. We just spoke earlier, three episode rule. Like you'll get hooked mm-hmm. episode one. And even if you have a high def TV, you're sort I of, do. You're, you know, they're lacking in visual effects, but that story is. Yeah. That's any, what I'm here for. Anybody the story. who's ever said that you can't do penguin on screen. Yeah. You need to watch this because, uh, what is it? Robin Lord Taylor, I believe is his name. I don't know. That, names. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is he, fucking amazing. Yeah. Just, his acting in this is just oh, and it has the uh, his mom, uh, Penguin's mom, mm-hmm. that lady from Taxi. Mm-hmm. I freaking love her. Oh, oh, Mary Lou so... Henner. Yep, yeah, she's amazing. Really? Yeah, that's awesome. I no. love Dude, Taxi. Watch it. No, uh, I mean, come on. Um, uh, what's her name? Is Fish Mooney? Uh, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah, oh, I love her. Oh, come on, she kills it. Just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That may be my favorite Jada Pinkett role ever, right there. Yeah, just, no, uh, I may have to check this show it's out. Good. Oh, it's good. It's good. Uh, no, there's and there's so many. Uh, uh, the 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 lady who was in Deadpool, who was his, uh, Mar- Marina Basaran. Yes, she's uh, in Marina Bakker, and she and um, Ben McKenzie are together. Yeah, in real life, they are. Yeah, she, they have a kid together. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, 
That's oh, why I knew who awesome. he was because yeah. I follow her on the gram because she's from uh, Firefly. The and the chick. She play. is. That's right. Yep. Yes. Yep. She is. Uh, no, she does. She's amazing. She really is. So is um, the guy who plays Edward Nigma. It's a great way. To, oh. have, have you seen him yet? Are you? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, because he's the forensic. Well, right. Let's not give it all oh, away no, and let's oh, let yes. folks watch just, it. Seriously, just watch it. And me. And you. Yeah. Yeah. He comes out at the beginning and says his name's Edward Nigma. So yeah, it's not, yeah. You kind of know where that one's going, but. Yeah, he's great. Great, wonderful acting. All right. Well, good recommendations all the way around. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch you next time. (laughs) 